Hello, audience. Once again, you are listening to the Trippin' Squirrel Podcast. FYI, Newcastle Brown Ale makes your penis fucking huge. I am TSP underscore Brian, here with TSP underscore Matt, and TSP underscore Richard. Here I am. How are y'all doing today? I'm doing excellent. Uh, I'm okay. I masturbated to our YouTube video. Did you? It took a while, but I was able to do it. Fucking finally. So, you actually watched it. What'd you think of it? I thought it was pretty funny in parts. Although I, I had a feeling I might have, uh, I had a feeling I might have dominated a little bit too much. Yeah, you, you did. Uh, a little bit monotone. But, uh, yeah, what, what does that bee do? Oh, it probably stings people. That's in yeah, part that, two. That was, that was pretty funny. I, I laughed at that one. I, I do. Oh, so you I actually watched part two, didn't you? No, it was actually in part one that you said that. Did I? Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I didn't get to part two, guys. Why not? Let's be honest, it was a bad game. Well, that's the point. I know, but I just, I don't know, I, to me, I thought it was just a little too long. Like, that, that could have all been summed up in, like, three minutes on that game. That's Sorry. Well, I mean, no, it's no big deal. It, it was cool watching and listening to all the, uh, the deaths, but, I mean, let's be honest, if, if I'm going to watch, sit back and watch a game that's got a whole bunch of deaths and a lot of rage quits on it because of it, it's got to be at least something funny, you know, and that game was just horrible. But, I mean, I know that's the point, but... Yeah. Or were, were we at least entertaining and funny to you? No. But that's okay. <laughs> like, because I'm probably not funny either on mine, so... I watched your punch out. Yeah. How'd you like that one? It was entertaining. Yeah. It's, it's an okay game. I, I, and, I, and you know what's sad? I, I told my wife later, I said, man, you know what? I really fucking want to play that game some more. Like, so, uh... I enjoyed that game, even though it's like a knockoff of the, the good punch out, you know, from uh, Mike Tyson's punch out. But still, man, I, I enjoyed it. Big old fat Canadian bitch. Was it like a like like big bear or bear hug or some shit like that? Yeah, something like that. I can't remember his name. Uh, tree hugger is what his name was. Or ah. bear hugger. Sorry, not tree huggers. Bear hugger. He's not even a boxer. He's just like just keeps bear hugging you and like yeah, that's a punch. I know it was so funny, dude, because he'd like stick his tongue out at you, like. Wee! I was like, whatever. And what he was hell- fun. What the hell was the thing about you saying you couldn't damage him? Like, I saw a few times he would, like, make a funny face, and your hit yeah. would register. Well, that was the thing. It's like, this guy, if you hit him in the stomach, he would just, like, stick his tongue at you and go, Bleh. like, and that was, it didn't do anything. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, so this guy entirely had to be hit in the head. Like that, because if you hit him in the stomach, he'd just laugh at you, basically. Yeah, you can never hit fat people in the stomach. You always have to aim for the face. Yeah. <clears throat> you can drop kick him in the stomach. That's pretty fucking effective. Maybe. Believe me, I know. Well... This game didn't allow me to do that, so... Oh. You didn't try hard enough? Yes, I did. I don't think you did, bro. I couldn't figure out how to use a special in that game. That was pretty funny. I got it a couple times, but I'm like, what the fuck does it do? That's what happens when you don't get the instruction manual. Mm, probably. Unless, <clears throat> well, unless you're playing some kind of complex RPG. That's the best way to play most old school games, just, you know, wing it. I mean, sometimes, you know, you need... You know, move sets for certain fighting games because they're so complicated, like the old school King of Fighters. I mean, seriously, some of those characters, like, did you ever play the old school King of Fighter games? Uh, I don't think so. Well, there's like, I know it's, I can't remember it, so probably not. There's like this one dude that was an early, uh, he was one of the early bosses in the earlier games called Geese, and some of his moves, like, they don't change, like, even the modern games, he, uh, he has the same move set. Some of them are fucking ridiculous. It's like, Half circle back, half circle forward, left, right, and then like 
like punch kick. It's like what the fuck? Oh yeah, some of those games were ridiculous. I mean, that they made you call. I remember when Midway made their games like Mortal Kombat. They wanted you to call in and pay money so you could find out how to do their moves. Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah, fuck it. Hey, check this out. I'll, I'll read you something here that I just read on my Twitter. It says, Borderlands 2 is up for people's choice at GameCon 2012. Voting begins tomorrow. Nice. No it's offense, I've never it. fucking seen the game. Yeah, it's like, how am I going to vote for it? When do the results get posted? I don't know. And that's, that's the thing. It's like, how, how do they know if it's going to win people's choice if it's never even fucking been played? Well, here's the thing. It's fucking. Oh, it's it's people's choice. Set. Maybe it's maybe it's saying it's because it's people's choice. It's what people want, you know. Maybe that's what they're talking about. Most likely, but it's Borderlands too. It's gonna be fucking awesome. No shit. Did you see the new trailer? Yes, I did. Handsome oh, Jack. Oh my god, I wanted to jizz all over that trailer, dude. Oh, you you wanted to jizz on Handsome Jack. I did want to jizz on Handsome Jack. I'll be honest with you. What was that <clears> one scene that he said he started sounding funny? And I was like laughing my ass off. After all these vault hunters. Like that stuff he says, but what can I say? You can say, come by me right now. That's what you said. Please take my money. Gearbox. Exactly. So, and in some cases, like in Brian's case, they already have taken your money. Yes, they have. Mm-hmm. Well, except for $25. I'm $25 away, I think. Yeah, but it must be said, $25 away from Collector's Edition. Yes, not not Ultimate Vault Hunters collection, collection Edition. It's just Collector's Edition. Speaking of uh, Borderlands, <clears throat> Richard, have you ever seen the? Uh, it's like this ten-minute uh, animated film, like a CGI animation called uh, Code Hunters. Code Hunters? Yes. Yes, not. It's um, when you watch it, a lot of people theorize that uh, it may be the thing that inspired Borderlands, and in a lot of ways I can see it because the setting is very similar, even the opening is very similar with like the bus, but. Yeah, it's it's actually pretty cool. It has like no dialogue. It's just an awesome, crazy, like CGI ten man adventure. I don't even know what's going on necessarily, but I know enough to be interested in it. It's pretty cool. Mm. Okay, so I'm seeing Unkara Cyberpunk's. Yeah, that don't make no sense. Code Hunters. Uh, it's nine minutes and six seconds long. Yeah. That's awesome. We're gonna have to watch that. It looks like it's that style too. Yeah. It's got like the uh, the cell was it uh, cell shading? Cell shade, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like 3D cell shading. It's pretty cool. Pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. All right. So somebody had a vacation. That would be from, me from work, and um, I've been busting my ass while you're gone. Good. You need to. You never fucking work anyway. No, no. It's made by MTV. That's what this thing's made by. Really? Did this not is know MTV that. production. Yeah, right at the very damn first. Oh, a Blink Link MTV. So, anyways, what I was getting at was he had a vacation. What the fuck did you do? Okay, so um, not a damn thing. I played mm. a little bit of Red Dead Redemption. I played a little bit of London 2012. Oh, by the way, I've got that game now. Did you bought London 2012? Yes, I did. London 2012 for the PS3. That sounds stupid, dude. Why'd you buy that game? Uh, because. The Olympic Games are fucking awesome. Not all that fucking gymnastics. I'm gonna twirl with a fucking paper streamer tied to a stick looking fucking shit. How much but, did you pay for that game? <clears throat> pay 40 bucks for it. Too much. It's a little too much. And it's, uh, it didn't meet my expectations. Can you believe they don't even have fucking hammer throw on there? Really? It's hammer time! One of the original Olympic Games they do not have on London 2012. Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of the Wii, 
but I will say, now that the Wii's out, if you really want to play Olympic Games, that's probably the machine to use. Like I said, I'm, I don't really see it as a video game console. Did, it is but... PlayStation Move, though, isn't it? So that's, you can use that at least. Oh, right? you got it for the Move? Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind then. Well, no, it's, uh, it, it's Move compatible. Yeah, so, 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 I mean, you get on PlayStation, you could do the move if you have it, which Brian oh, has. Okay. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. So, yeah, you have two uh, now? I do have two controllers for the move now, finally. Um, and honestly, it doesn't meet expectations just because you figure, oh, it's, it's move compatible. I'm going to be able to do every fucking Olympic game on the move. No. I mean, does it have? Oh, that's gay. <clears throat> you have to select the, the move compatible mode. And then you can play a couple different games on it. So I'm thinking about returning it. I still got my receipt. I'm thinking about returning it. You got used, right? No, I got it. They didn't have it. No, it was used. It was brand new. How long have you had it? Like five days. You're going to get like five, five more days. Out of it. Do I know? Oh, well, yeah. Did you get it from GameStop? Yeah. Yeah, within just we- take it back. Yeah. Yeah, within a week, I think you can make a full return. Yeah, it's seven days. I'm going to return that shit because it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's cool and all, but I, uh, yeah, I really wanted some move compatibility going on there. But it didn't. <laughs> yeah, you heard that? <clears throat> I heard it. <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie, I gotta piss really fucking bad and I just peed like right before the fucking start. Fucking ridiculous. What else happened while well, other than this crappy game that you played? Uh, played a little bit of Red Dead Redemption. And you know what? The Olympics is not <laughs> crappy. They're actually kinda good. You gotta support your country, bro. I'm not talking about the Olympics. I'm talking about your game. It's the Olympic Games, bro. Oh, God, I swear. London 2012, motherfucker. I swear you'll die. London 2012. Michael Phelps is Aquaman. Yeah, I, I haven't seen him on there yet, by the way. Because he, he'd be fucking broken. Maybe. Maybe. Like, I don't know about all that, though. Like, I saw, I only saw one of his matches this this past Olympics... And he was like a full body length ahead of everyone else. Yeah. But he fucking, he's not as good as he was, dude. Not this year. Cause yeah. Because the, la- the last Olympic Games, he was on top of his fucking game, dude. Oh, that's fucking funny. He was smoking everybody. He still smoked most people this year. Yes, he did. But by so, default. So I'm looking at a, a, at a picture right now that shows the uh, NASA orbiter or whatever it's called on the ground. And in the background, you can see, like, this huge colony on Mars, like, that. there's two aliens from, like, uh, you know, the, the movie Aliens holding up a screen showing absolutely nothing, just like it's a picture of, like, emptiness. That's fucking weird. It is pretty fucking funny, though. Sure. So, speaking of pictures, uh, this morning I tried to snap a picture of something that I've never seen before. It was... Yes. It's hidden in there somewhere. Amongst just massive fucking bush. No, I saw a Google Maps car. That's the weirdest little fucking thing ever. It's like the uh, that car SUV crossover thing. It looks like a little SUV, but it's really low to the fucking ground, right? But it's got this huge fucking antenna sticking off the top. And it's painted all these fucking green and white colors, and it's fucking weird. But I've, it, it was driving down my street, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Google Maps like a motherfucker. It's pretty awesome. That's cool. So... Yeah. All right. By the way, Matt, you are not contributing to the podcast by sitting over there silent, shaking your head yes, like I understand. Well, I wanted you to finish your thought. <clears throat> so to kind of – I wanted to segue, but you segue first. So 
I'd like to segue off uh, Richard's Alien picture, talking about something I'm fairly excited about coming out. Um, I, I'm excited, and the other one I'm anticipating, but not as much as the other one. Um, the two XCOM games coming out. Yeah, uh, uh, XCOM Enemy Unknown, which keep was announced... Keep talking. Hold, hold on a second, guys. I'm going to take... i got to do something real quick here. I, keep talking. All okay. right. Well, the XCOM I- Enemy Unknown game was announced... It's supposed to be released... Uh, October 9th. And, alright, cool, I'll check it out. But there's still not an announcement, there's still not a, a release date for the original XCOM, which a lot of people bemoaned, it's not a tactical game, it's not an RTS, it's not this, and it's like, well, alright, whatever. But I think the idea behind the actual XCOM game of it being still being tactical, but it's more first person, like you stop time, talk to people, Tell them, do this, do this, go there, uh, don't fucking die, essentially. Uh, being able to make over your base and all the other features they say are going to be in it sound awesome. Now, I haven't played the game, because as far as I know, I can't really get my hands on a demo, because... Because why? Because the uh, you could only like play it at E3 a couple years ago, and supposedly they didn't completely revamp it, but they did change some things. Sorry, Matt was taking a, a drink of his Newcastle. Yeah, so so yeah, the big problem was a lot of people weren't happy with the fact that a lot of people weren't happy with the fact that it was a it was going to be an FPS game, and people were like, "Well, it's still got the same elements. It's an FPS tactics game. You're going to cooperate with other units that you're going to basically order around, and you know." give them instructions to do things, and I thought that sounded pretty cool. But it seems that even though it was announced first, and it was supposed to be released first, it's it's being delayed, and the other game, which is basically just a remake of the first one, is going to be released. And, you know, I heard the first one's great, I heard it's a good game, but it, it does kind of make me worry about uh, people working against the progress of games and trying to hold them back. Essentially, we want the same game over and over again. And that becomes kind of problematic because I know a lot of people that, you know, they're like, I'm going to play a new Call of Duty game, but I'm not really excited about it because it's still going to be a Call of Duty game. And honestly, Black Ops 2 sounds awesome. It seems like it may may break the mold on, uh, on the other games and it may take the next step to where there's actually a campaign worth playing more than once. But... Yeah, it kind of kind of makes me worry. It feels like we're sending mixed messages to the uh, to the to the game gaming industry, and we really need to not do that because by doing that, it becomes we're going to get a mixed bag. Some some people are going to make the same game over and over, and we're not going to like it. Then other people are going to try to make new games, we're not going to like it. And I mean, hell, I mean, what are you supposed to do then? People are telling you two opposite things. Uh, what do you do? Well, at least in their defense. What they're doing is they are releasing a game for the nostalgic people, the ones that want to play the same fucking game. But then at the same time, they're releasing a game that is the evolution of that. So it's going to be harder for people to be able to troll both, even though you're doing it right now. Yeah. Well, no, I'm trolling both. Well, you're trolling one for sure. Oh no, no, I'm not against the. I'm not against the game itself. The game itself is fine. I, I just. I'm concerned about this crazy outcry of a game that people barely saw any footage of, didn't even play, didn't even get to see how any of it worked, 
didn't wasn't even they, hell. Most people weren't even informed about everything that was going to be in there. Fucking hate this shit. We gotta we gotta get a way to do it better than this. What way would be better than this besides all being in the same fucking room? That's the way. You guys gotta move down here. How about you move down here? Mm mm. I ain't living up there. Why's that? Uh, I think you know why. Okay, so once again, Richard is completely unwilling to contribute to boom, any fucking thing. Boom, 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 boom. He what? thinks everybody needs to bend to his fucking will. Bend to my will. You will bend to my will. I am a Jedi Master. <clears throat> you I will move your ass down here. I will kill you all. In your sleep. I will kill everybody in the world. Where'd you get that off Grandma's Boy? No, that's the dubstep song. Don't be mad at us. He's fucking her. Please sit on my face. Fucking love that movie. Yeah. But uh to catch Richard up to what we were talking about, we we're talking about the um the the massive fan outcry of the uh reimagining of XCOM. And everyone was like, it's not an RTS, it's not it's not a tactical game. Uh, it's more of an FPS with those elements still in there. Those are pretty much guaranteed, but no one like really even played the game or barely saw any footage for it. And immediately it's like, oh my god, betrayal! How dare they? Even though you know the last time there was an XCOM game came out, it was like 2001, something like it's that. It's just the hardcore fans not wanting to see anything changed. I mean, that happens <clears throat> quite a bit. Like I've been st- saying, nostalgia, bro. Nostalgia. Well, well, well. Th- this is typically a thing, but usually it's the minority and people have an open mind. But with this one, it was just, it was like this massive flood. Like as far as I know, I- I'm not even completely sure if Enemy Unknown was in development, you know, or was what, even planned. What won't be the first time that a first-person shooter has ruined something? I mean, let's be honest. I mean, give you a perfect example. Um, now, a lot of people didn't like this movie, but I enjoyed it. It was called uh, Battleship when that came out. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed the movie. And then they made a game on it, and it pissed everybody off because they said it just had nothing to do with the fucking movie. Like that, and it's like, you know, just a totally different telling. It's like, how the fuck do you come up with this stuff? Now, there were some people that loved that game, and some people that didn't, but I mean, but it was just, I mean, it's weird how they do that. Or you'll you'll get a game, like my kids will rent a game for the Wii that are based off of a movie that they watch. And it's just so fucking off, it pisses people off. And like, but let's face it, any how many how many games other than other than the uh, the Batman games can you say that came out of movie games that actually were good? Mm, hardly. Like Transformers: like, so, War for Cybertron. Yeah. Well, by the way, there's a new Transformer game coming. Yeah, uh, War for uh, 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 Fall of Cybertron. I just a little when I saw that. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I played the original one. The only shame was Call of Duty kind of killed it, and there wasn't a whole bunch of people online at any given time. But it was a great game. I really liked it. I played the online multiplayer like a ton until it got to the point where almost everybody that was left on there was just like no lifers on on just that game, and it was not even fun anymore. But let's, let's be honest. I'm not going to play that. I'm just not like that. And it's not that I don't respect Transformers. Just I don't care. I don't, and, it, and maybe it's just me, but I don't know. It just seems to me it's like another generic, you know, third-person shooter like that. I mean, what is it going to give me that's unique, you know? From what I could see, you're doing nothing more than just doing a couple little things, and that's it. So I'm like, I mean, but, but that's what I'm getting at. It's like you see these games that are made for movies or these games that are made from something else like that, and they usually just fall apart. So, I mean, I can understand in a way they're scared that they're going to lose 
this game or it's going to be known in the future when future generations like i mean i'm not saying you guys are younger than me but are super younger than me but you are so like some of the games that i played like that are nostalgic to me right you know and then if they were to remake those these days and actually screw it up it's like and you played them for the first time you'd be like oh that game sucks well the originals didn't you know i mean that's it's i can see maybe in that aspect maybe so basically ultimate eight and nine <laughs> what about ultimate eight and nine um like pretty much everyone who likes the ultima series is like you know online was fun and you know seven and and you know seven and the mm-hmm. add-ons were fun and behind that you know it was okay but then eight came out and it was a, a fucking disaster it was so bad it had so many glitches and was so rushed because ea decided to you know take over uh who, who originally made ultima i want to say it's Richard not origin Garriott. no he wasn't even the company he was part of uh he was uh i think his games were origin games i think if i'm not mistaken uh, well, yeah. Well, they they take that over, and oh yeah, I know. Trust me, got, I know. That I remember. I'm the one who bought Ultimate Eight when it came out. Yeah, they on had a re- floppy disk. Yeah, they had to release a freaking patch before they could release. They couldn't even release a patch over the internet. You had to like find some way to get the disk from the company to fix it to make it where the game was like playable and beatable. You know what though? I bought it on CD. That was the first game I had on CD. I take that back. But what was funny about it was, is I remember I got the CD and you had to put the CD in a special CD case, and then you inserted it into your CD-ROM in the computer. That's fucking crazy. Oh yeah, some of the first CD players were like that, man. Um, but yeah, I remember it, and, and you know, it's as much as it, I hated it, it was also it was a decent game. It was just hard. I enjoyed a couple things about it, like that. But yeah, the jumping, what the fuck? How many times you got to jump across these fucking stones to avoid lava, and you just jump the wrong fucking way? Trust me, I know the glitches. Uh, but there were some fun shit. I mean, it, it introduced, you know, different, uh, paganistic, uh, rituals that you had to do. You had to, like, construct, for instance, uh, you had to construct an actual, like, get all these bones and body parts and, and candles and light them up in a pagan symbol to summon the, de- the basically the devil, if you will. Like, that, and he'd talk to him and do some quests for him. It was pretty fucking badass. But, uh, it did have its flaws. I will say that. Uh, well, but yes, Ultima 7, holy shit. That was one of the best games. Yeah, I'd, I actually really want to play it, but I have no idea how I'd be able to find a version that's playable on my computer. Not because... Uh, you can do it. It's uh, I'm going to tell you, because I'm the badass motherfucker that I am. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to get your hands on Ultima 8 first. Like that, but there's a program out there called Exult. E-X-U-L-T. And that is a emulator-based program made for that game to run perfectly on Windows machines. I meant Ultima 7. Did I say 8? Uh, seven or eight, it'll work. So yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play seven. I don't. Well, well play actually, eight. I say it's ultimately Ultima Seven. I'm sorry, it, it is seven that that does that, and seven part two because there's part two as well in that one. Well, there was like two add-ons. It was like the uh, there was like the uh, the play uh, the thing where like uh, Forge of Justice or something, and then a uh, Forge of Virtue, and then there was uh, the Serpentine Isles. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The Serpent Isles. And both of those uh, are compatible with Exult. Now, okay. I'm not going to lie to you, the game is old like that, and when you're playing it, you might be like, what the fuck, you know, because it's kind of weird, but, dude, the storyline was incredible. Uh, I can tell you, um, the only thing on Ultima that you're going to have to worry about, on uh, at least on Ultima 7, is that the very first, you're going to be stuck into a town called, I think it's called Tristam, I think is the name of the town? Trist. Tr- Trinsnick, or it may be Trinsnick, something like that. Uh, but anyways, you're, you're stuck in a town called Trinsnick, and the only way to get out is to solve a murder, and once you solve a murder, then they're going to ask you some questions like that. And these questions come directly from the Ultima 7 booklet like that. And you have to get those right. It was the, their old form of copy protection. They used to do that where uh, you had to have the book so you could, uh, the instruction book so you could insert the, the codes to keep going. And they would hand, they'd put it like in the story or something like page eight, five, uh, word five, 
and, and it would be like the word and. I like that or something like that. You know, just kind of weird stuff like that. Uh, but usually when you get the, the game, when you find your source of it like that, usually it'll tell you all those uh, so you can get out of there. But then the game opens up and it's, I mean, it's fucking huge. Um, it's it's kind of like, you know, how Morrowind, now it's a 2D, uh, 2D perspective, so it's like a top-down. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like how Morrowind is. At first, it seems like there's really nothing to do, but there's so fucking much to do. Um, but, I mean, it just depends on what you want to do, man. I mean, because I remember you'd carry sextants around so you know exactly where you're at in the world. Um, you would have to complete all these different quests for helping people. There wasn't as much fighting as what you would think. It's there, but it was mostly just solving quests. I mean, that's usually what it was. Yeah, there's, like, the... Like, uh, I've, I've seen some... Uh not quite playthroughs, but there's this guy I uh, used to watch. He doesn't post as much anymore, Spoonie. And uh, he did an overview of, like, all the Ultima games. He's uh, he's supposed to be finishing up on uh, Ultima 9. And, yeah, like, in 7, you do a quest. and But to do this quest, you have to go to this quest, which leads to this quest. Mm-hmm. And you got to get this thing to get to this guy, to this guy, to this guy, to this guy. And it's like, yeah, he was like, that's not even a full quest. That's, like, part of a quest. Oh, yeah. these It's it's an epic game. Um and I can tell you, forge a virtue. That you forge a badass sword. Yeah, the black sword with like a demon in it. Yeah, you have to basically trap a demon, which uh, you'll have to do some quests for him, like that. But then when you trap it, it gives you the ability to pretty much fucking insta kill anything you want. So I can warn you, that game can kind of get very easy after you get that. So if you want to cherish this game and, and play it the way it is played, definitely don't do that instantly. Okay. Yeah. Um, because it's it, it's a fun line of quests like that, but it's just I mean seriously, just it ended too quick after that. I mean I could kill anything. You could you had this thing where you could actually use a spell that the the demon would be forced to use for you called uh, Armageddon, I think, in it, and it would just kills. like everything in the screen, like everything just explodes. It's pretty cool. It kills everyone on the planet, pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, and in, in, in all the Ultima games where you can get the Armageddon spell, you cast it, it kills like everyone but you. Uh, you and Lord British are the only ones that survive. It kills all of the life. The game basically becomes unwinnable. But you do it because it's fun. But you always save before. And, and it's, it's funny. It's, it's cool. I mean, but you'll, you'll know your guys like Iolo, or Iolo, I-O-L-O, however you pronounce that. Yolo. That was one of your, yeah, yeah, that was one of my characters. Uh, and you have your, your, your standard characters that with you, but I've used those characters all the way back from Ultima 6. I never went back into the old, like Ultima 5 and before, even though those were still good games as well. They were kind of more text-based, if you will. Yeah. Uh, I started with Ultima 6 and worked 6 up to 7, and then 7 I played forever. Uh, which I know it's gonna sound silly, but I because I played those games, I learned the uh, the what do you want to say? I don't know what you're gonna talk. About. You know how the William Shakespearean language and stuff, how they talk like that. This old game English. talks, yeah, old English. These people talk in nothing but old English. So when you're reading these quests, I had to learn what thine is, thou, thus, and all that stuff like that. So whenever I used to go to school and I'd read uh, like Shakespeare, and everybody's like, I don't know what they're talking about. It was it was fucking cake for me because I'd gone through so much of these quests and you had to learn that shit. So. Yeah, it was, it was well, kind of cool. That was one benefit the game gave me. So, well, back 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 to my uh, last point of uh, of you know reinventing games and fundamentally changing them and them being received or well received or not well received. Um, I actually have a lot of confidence in the. Uh, I have confidence in both, but I think that the new um, the new XCOM, the reimagining, will be really interesting because a lot of people have been talking about people that have actually had their hands on it or have talked to the developers like firsthand that. It's going to be uh, less, like this actual quote, it's going to be less Starship Troopers and more X-Files. And I think a game where 
you're like, you know, an FBI agent trying to prevent an alien invasion, but it's not just like this Halo first shooter, like you do research, you create weapons from research, you like build your base, like, like if you get lazy, you just get fucking massacred, or if you get really smart and like, you actually got your wits about you, you just become badass and figure out how to beat them in certain situations. Uh, I've seen some gameplay of it, like there's this one part where there's like this, it's like some kind of, like, low yield doomsday weapon the aliens are using that's just like, blowing shit up. Well, the character takes it out, it like, compresses into a little ball, he grabs it, he throws it out there and just takes out like a fucking building where a bunch of the aliens are hiding behind firing from, and I'm like, that looks awesome. Yeah. Well, the segue is something another direction with aliens. Have you seen the new uh, Colonial Marines trailers yet? No, not yet. I, I haven't, mm. but I've heard about it. Mm. Made by our friends at Gearbox. Mm. Yeah. Does, it, does it look good or bad? Mm, looks amazing, dude. Oh, when you you're, you're groaning, it sounded negative. Mm, that's that's me getting. Well, you don't want to know what I'm touching. Uh, okay. Anyways, I get it. it's it's a uh, it looks badass. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was kind of worried about. It. I was like, yeah, whatever. Another fucking aliens game is gonna blow. But I mean, it looks kind of like a the. It looks badass. Let's just say it that way. You just watch the watch the trailers. They've given out a couple like uh, developer insides on it. It's it's pretty badass. My only worry is if you do anything close quarters, you're just going to get splashed in the face with lethal acid. It's like, oh no, I died. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to drink that shit? No. What the fuck would you ever want to do that? If you diluted, if you diluted it very, very well, I bet it's some heavy, toxic, like, alcoholic drink of some sort. I bet you it's just instant death. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people don't remember it. A lot of people don't remember it, but in the first Aliens movie, like, uh, Bishop, you know, played by the guy that was Frodo Baggins, I don't remember his name. I, I gotta look it up, but, uh, yeah, that guy was like, yeah, this is a molecular acid. Like, it basically eats through almost anything just because it's matter. And that's, yeah, that, that that's horrifying. Like, oh, this is a titanium, you know, tank vehicle. Oh, it's eating through the treads. Like a like in the second Aliens movie, they just smash through a bunch of them, and eventually they can't use the vehicle anymore because the acid has like corroded the wheels to where it won't run anymore. That and it's like an it's like a military grade vehicle. That's crazy. Yep. Fuck it. Well, that's what happens. Yep. Oh my gosh! So I got Red Dead Redemption too. Did you? I did. Two. Absolutely. Like Haven't you ever played two yet? No, I got it as well. Good job. And. uh... I'm enjoying that game, man. Uh, I'm at the part now to where I really don't know what the fuck to do. And maybe maybe I'm missing a key point here, but uh, I'm not finding a main quest. So I've just been out collecting bounties and getting shot, and I died a couple times. And then I decided, you know, I'm going to start a duel because there's some achievements for getting like a new. I got a new outfit. Yeah, you I got an outfit. Fuck a woman. You fuck you, bro. It looks badass, man. It, I can cheat better at poker, is what it says. If I wear this outfit. Really? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But uh that was a very easy one you just basically go buy it. But uh but there is one out there that's that I'm I'm working towards and it says I need to uh it's like the a deadly assassin one, the one that was the DLC one. But it says that I have to win a duel in Armadillo. So I'm like I can't figure out how to fucking win a duel. And I got on the internet and it said, Oh, you need to go uh you know, challenge people in the street. So I'd like pull up my gun. So I went into the bar, pull up my gun, and the guy's like, hey! And I'm like, alright, I got this, right? Like, three or four people pointing their weapons at me, and then all of a sudden they all shoot insta-death. 
Bam! That ball it did. So I decided to try it again. This time, one guy who shoots the law marshal comes over and shoots him and kills him. I'm like, I, I just can't figure out how to do a duel. So maybe I'm just not far enough in the game yet. So, um, I don't know. But, uh, I've been roping people. It's pretty fun. Get on my horse, I'll rope them and then I'll just pull them and drag them. That's kind of rude, but I like it. It's pretty awesome. You don't, you don't have to go very far before they end up dead and then you like lose fame, but it was funny. Nice. But yeah, I've made it now to where two of the bounties that I've collected uh, are actually I brought them back alive. So, and I got paid one hundred and sixty dollars. Fuck, it's a lot of money, bro. That is a lot of money. So, Red Dead Redemption's made by uh, okay. Rockstar, right? That's right. Yeah. That's, that that's, that's hilarious. I just I just realized that. I don't know if Brian remembers. I used to make a joke on. Would it be hilarious if they made like Grand Theft Stagecoach? Oh yeah, I remember that, and they did. They made, they made Grand, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Grand Theft Stagecoach. Except it's so good. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a big, big, uh, Grand Theft Auto fan like that, but oh my gosh, this game is so good. Like that, maybe I should pick up Grand Theft Auto. You, you should, yeah. it's always been a good game. Always been a good game. I wasn't a big fan of San Andreas. <laughs> I'm, I'm not like into the whole rap community thing. No, that one sucked really fucking hard, but the best one by far, GTA Vice City. So fucking good, dude. So good. Yeah, yeah cheat and get the Gatling gun and kill everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to kill armored police vehicles in like five bullets. Well, I don't necessarily want to cheat. I just I'm enjoying the the old uh, the western you know thing, and I've been going on my western kick, watching all these movies and shit like that. But I don't know, man. It just there's something you know about dr- riding through the range, and all of a sudden this motherfucker just starts to hey, and they say, or like I'll, I'll go by one t- time yesterday, and this lady goes, hey, can you help me? So I slow down, and all of a sudden these three guys come out, give us your money. I shot him dead quick as shit. <laughs> it's like I went into my slow mo and went pow pow pow, and then it's like is over before they even. And she's like, oh, and she runs away, and I take all their money. That's pretty funny. Nice, nice. So I'm assuming you're past me on that part because the furthest I've got is where you first meet Irish. Who the fuck is Irish? What? You don't know who Irish is? Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, you have to go get the uh the Gatling gun. Uh no, I've never been there. Oh well, then never mind. Where the Okay, okay. It's an open world game. Okay, so, so I just got sent to Thieves Landing. Have you done that yet? Uh, no, not yet, but I have the quest for it. I found a stranger, and he says, Yeah, I know who you are, Martison. And, he's, and he sent me to Thieves Landing. But I go into Armadillo, there's no fucking quest. I go back to talk to the girl and, and, you know, at the, the farm or whatever it was, no fucking quests. So I don't know where the fuck to go. Have you met Nigel West Dickinson yet? Who the fuck is that? You haven't met Nigel West Dickinson? Uh, who is it? He's uh, an old guy. He's from, like, New York or something. He has a northern accent. Uh, no. Where the fuck is he? Uh, he's in Armadillo the first time you meet him. Uh, I don't think I met him. Oh, then I don't know, bro. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. I think there's something that I've not done that has made it to where I can't progress. There's, like, something that I'm missing. The last thing I did for the McFarlands or whatever it was is I, I uh, went out there during the storm and escorted all those horses back into their, their place. Holy shit. Not, not the horses, all the bulls back into their place, okay? Yeah. So once I did that, like that, I rested like normal, went back and expected another quest. Nope, nothing. So I said, fuck, maybe I should go to, uh, to, to Armadillo. No fucking quest. Then I started doing bounties, and then I came across that one stranger that told me to go down to Thieves Landing. I, I don't know where the fuck I'm at. And of course, with my fucked up, you know, schedule at work like that, and me being sick with this thing under my arm like that, it's, it's one of those things to where I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, I haven't been able to play much, you know, so. I'm lost, man. I don't know what the fuck to do. You gotta look that shit up, bro. I forget exactly where you're at, but I, uh, or what to do. But, uh, yeah, you, you gotta look that shit up. 
I missed something. I missed something. Well, I know it's fun. I love this shit. So, but uh, did you ever get online and play some more of that multiplayer? No, I haven't. Oh, you missed triple experience weekend, dude. Okay, so we got we decided to get on and play um, a multiplayer, right, Matt? And uh, yeah. yeah, it's pretty fucking fun. And we it took me a while to figure out what the fuck because there's so many different things you can do in it. Because you know, if we'd have played from the the get go when it started, there'd have been like two or three things, and they just expand, right? So the way they've done it is you go to this thing called free room, like that's where you can literally be in like a free room PvP where you can just kill people while you're waiting and, and get points that way too. Or you can go into a peaceful free room, or you can go into a private free room. Okay, but uh, uh, we finally got stuck because I was doing the the evil free room for the longest. I'm like, where the fuck's Brian? And next thing I know, somebody shoot me in the face. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? But when I finally figured it out, then you've got the ability to choose which game you want to play. So we did a co-op mission, and we started it, and a couple of the guys came in because I didn't know how to make it private. Um, but regardless of which, we ended up completing it, but Brian dropped out because of his internet. Yes. Uh, like that, which is why I think that you guys is the the cause of this uh, disconnection thing. Not this time, bro. Hey, here's the thing: I can play with Preston forever and never drop out. I don't know what to tell you. Forever. I can tell you Anyways. that during this podcast, it was not me. Oh fuck that. Okay. Anyway, so back to the story. I completed it and Brian dropped out, right? But when mm-hmm. I completed it, you see my meter and it shows like level one to level two, and it goes, and it goes all whipped. Almost to level two, so I almost made level two. I'm like, shit, that was pretty good experience, right? By the way, it goes up to 50 levels, apparently. Oh, like that. So as soon as it goes up to almost to level two, then I'm, I'm done with it like that. And next thing I know, I, I stopped the game. I said, okay, we'll see what my stats are. I looked, I'm level three and a half. I'm like, holy shit, what's going on? And then it said up there at the top, it said triple experience weekend. So Brian didn't get any, which sucks. Nope. He could have had at least that. So now he's still known as a, what is your title? I forget. Shitbag? Something Probably. like that? Problem. Uh, I had the, now I've got one and I almost went back down one because I went up to whatever the first one is like that. Then you have dude, <laughs> like D-U-D-E. And then you have the next one up is called pilgrim. Now, now pilgrim means that I'm a higher level than a dude, but dude sounds better. So I may just go back and put dude on. Wow. I mean, haven't you ever seen the big Lebowski? Of course dude's better. Yeah, dude. Being the dude. But I'm, I'm the dude. Wow. The dude abides, man. The dude abides. Dude abides. That's a funny fucking show too. Well, what's even funnier is the guy that said uh, the guy that repeated the dude abides is uh, the stranger played by Sam Elliott who's dressed like a cowboy. Oh yeah, which just brings everything full circle back to Red Dead Redemption. That's <laughs> awesome. It, I don't know why I like The Big Lebowski so much. It, it's just brilliant and funny, but I don't know why. It's awesome. Let's face it, man. We're Sorry, caught me the odd. No matter how many times it comes on, I fucking watch that show. Well, I mean, it's a Coen Brothers movie, so that's probably why. Yeah. Well, they got it on Netflix. Ooh. Instant streaming. The dude. So, any oh, and that's speaking of which, Brian, uh, I watched a new series. Actually, I watched two new series on Netflix, which uh, I've got to give uh, shout out to both of them because they're both good. Um, the first one was Hell on Wheels. Never seen it. It's uh, it's an AMC thing made by the same. Uh, the same channel that makes, of course, The Walking Dead. And I remember seeing previews on The Walking Dead shows like that that were talking about Hell on Wheels when it was uh, first coming out. And it's basically about the railroad company like that and the stuff they go through kind of in the Western setting. Like that. Very fucking good, dude. Um, it starts off with the main character who's basically re- seeking revenge on something. And I'm not going to give too much story away, but seeking revenge on something and he's killing people. And uh, then you've got the Western uh, aspect of it, like that they're going against the Apache Indians. And then you've got the Southern Railroad where they're doing anything and everything, including killing people in order to get this railroad built. So 
definitely worth watching. There's ten episodes like that on the first season. Uh, it came out on DVD on first season just recently. I saw it up at Target yesterday. But why pay for it when you can watch it in high definition on Netflix? That's true. And uh, unless you just you know, got to have it. But uh, what else was it? There was another series that I started, um, and I enjoyed the hell out of that too. Oh, it was a funny fucking show. And, and I'd heard about it for a long time ago, and I've seen previews, I mean, a long time ago, before I even came back to Texas about these two guys going into a bank and some shit like that. But the movie Psych, have you ever seen that? No. That's a fucking funny show too, man. It's uh, basically about a guy who, since he's been young, his dad's been training him and he's always had a good eye for things. So, I mean, like, if he would go into a, a restaurant, his dad would make him close his eyes. He said, okay, now close your eyes. And he's like, okay, how many hats are in the building? And he goes, come on, dad. Like that. And then all of a sudden he like said, okay, there's three hats over here, two hats here. This one's wearing this. I mean, he just, he, he pays so good attention to detail, he can't lose anything. It's kind of like he's got a 100% photographic memory. But he also can see things that a lot of people don't see. I mean, he just notices. But he wants to help out and make some extra money with the police department. And instead of actually telling that he just pays attention and they're shitty detectives, he tells them that he's psychic. So what he does is he'll go through there and he'll find out the answers to everything. And then when he's ready to reveal, he'll go into like this little spasm acting like he's psychic and doing it. But it's so fucking funny, dude. It's a it's a collection of this guy, uh, this white guy who's just absolutely hilarious and this black guy who's funny as hell, too. So it's it's something you got to watch, man. Just at least one episode. I think you'll enjoy it. But there's like six seasons of that on. And I'm getting close to finishing How I Met Your Mother. Mm. Mm. Never been excited about that, to be honest with you. That's because you're stupid as fuck, because it's one of the greatest shows ever. NPH, bitch! Okay, Shout I'm, out. I'm stupid as fuck. Who's the one that didn't like Breaking Bad? Uh, I'm not done with it. You barely even started it, you fucking asshole. Are you fucking kidding me? I started it? I'm at the point now to where, um, you know, things happened. <laughs> Yeah. The last, okay, here's the last thing I saw, and I couldn't, I had to stop watching because my boys came home. Uh, but I, and obviously I don't want them to see anything, but this, uh, one of the dealer guys like that, uh, the stupid dealers like that were sitting down, and this kid comes by, and it was the, the stupid guy off of, uh, I can't remember what show that was, but he played on one of like the American Pies or something. I can't remember his name. No, it was on Road Trip. He comes over and he sits down, and he's sitting there talking to him, saying, yeah, I need to get some drugs. He's like, what are you kidding me? You're probably a cop. I saw that inconspicuous vehicle back over there. And they're just talking and just jerking or just changing. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Here you go. You want this? All of a sudden, they bust him. I don't know if you remember that part. That's like fucking season one, bro. No, that's season two. Well, you're fucking way behind. I know I'm way behind, but I'm not going to lie to you. Breaking Bad has times to where it keeps me enthralled and I want to see more. And at times I just want to fucking just say, fuck it. I mean, that it's not 100% good yet. No, it's 100% good. You just got to watch not. the fucking story. You got to watch the story. What? You got to like watch it, the story. That's all there is to it. Yeah, well, sometimes it just takes him forever to get shit across. Like, I'm tired of him lying to Skylar now. I just, just tell fucking Skylar the fucking truth. Shit. I'm tired of hearing how he's got to hide it. I don't give a fuck. There's not enough, uh, not enough there to hold me to want to see the difference. And then she thinks he's cheating. I'm like, okay, that's fuck. Just shut the fuck up. How many times did I had to watch where she goes off on the thing? He's like, where are you going? What's going on? I mean, you're doing the same fucking thing, Walt. You're doing the same fucking thing. Well, see, the problem is that women have those um, shit. What do they call them? They do, but I don't need no, three no, no. episodes to tell me this. Men don't have them. I fuck. What are they called? I feelings. Shits. They have feelings, and he doesn't want to hurt Skylar's fucking feelings. Yeah, well, well, I'm just telling you, it's it's got a, it's got a lot to it, and it, it's got a whole bunch of depth, but it's also taking way too long for me at times. So, that's actually the most the only complaint I've ever heard from many people who don't like Breaking Bad. It's not that they don't like the like the show and the ideas behind it. Exactly, it's the fact that it starts out with. Oh, fucking slow. 
Well, well, no, it starts out with horrible things happen to good people, and then later on it becomes uh, people who uh, people who were good people becoming horrible people doing horrible things, and it's just like this snowball of just. Eventually, some people can't root for anyone anymore. That's the biggest complaint I've heard. But let, let me tell you what I want to see, and, I, and maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. I want to see Walt as a badass motherfucker. You fuck with my shit, you fucking die, bitch. I want to see that. And That's it's gonna happen. You just gotta fucking wait. I know, but my problem is, is that long fucking wait. I mean, these these episodes are an hour long, and sometimes I feel like nothing got accomplished. Holy shit! Mm. And I understand that it's got like a little slow beginning, and that's why I've given it as much chance as I can. But let's face it, dude. If I can put that on, or I can put on How I Met Your Mother and instantly laugh for like fucking three fucking hours, I'm going with that laughing, dude. I mean, because it's just not holding me yet, and and I'm I'm sorry, but let's be honest. You and I have different tastes on certain movies. Don't make me bring up the movie. I, you know I know what I'm talking about. What movie? Oh, don't fucking start it. It'll it'll start a war. What? I, 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 want, I want you to say it so everybody will laugh at your fucking face. I fucking hated. I fucking hated, and I mean hated with a passion. The movie Drive, hated it. Oh. And everybody and Brian tells me I'm oh. a fucking stupid ass. And I know a lot of people like it, but there are a lot of fucking people who hate it too. So it's got it's one of the biggest, and I, and I proved it to Brian before we left one day at work. Uh, there, it is one of the one movies that is out there to where it has either you love it completely or you fucking hate it completely. There's no in between. So that's okay. There's none of that. You fucking love it or you fucking hate it. And my wife and I fucking hated it. The biggest waste I, of time, and I will never waste my time ever again on that shit. I, would, I like the. I mean, despite what a lot of people, uh, despite what you thought about the story. One of the things I like the most about it, and it's not like I like the story, I like the characters, I like the whole premise of it and the whole idea behind it, but something that stands out to me most is I feel that movie has the best cinematography out of like movies out of like the ten uh, like the past ten years, like maybe Inception, and a few other movies compete with it. But I just I found the anywhere from simplistic to really like artistic cinematography in that movie to be amazing, and it's. And it's not like it's in some kind of fucking love art film. It's in like a brutal, like criminal. But it really didn't. And I know it sounds bad, but it really didn't. You go back and you you if you were to get all the good scenes and put them all in one thing, it's a fucking movie trailer. I mean, the rest of it was shit. Him acting like he's a fucking idiot. And if that's what they want to do, make it to look like he's a fucking idiot, they did a good job. But I was disappointed in the actor, and, and I know it sounds bad, but, and, and of course this is where Brian told me that I was a girl, but I enjoyed him in The Notebook. I thought he did a good fucking job in that. Gay. Oh, oh <laughs> see, say what you want to say. The girl in The Notebook is fucking hot. I don't care well, what you say. Well, well, the thing is, Ryan Gosling in that movie, he's playing a guy that, they don't even give him a name. He floats around. He has very few connections to the actual world. He's not, I mean, he doesn't have, he's not social. He's not really a part of the, the human, normal, everyday world. He's just kind of detached from it all. And that's what I got from it. That's why he's awkward. It's not bad acting. It's the fact that that's how the character actually I didn't say, is. I didn't say it was bad acting. It was a bad show. You're, you're fucking horrible, dude. <laughs> it was, it was just not. into your face. I hope they do, and I hope they tweet about it. But you know what? They won't, because everybody agrees with me. They just don't want to say they agree with me. Nobody agrees with you. I've never heard anybody that hated Drive. Except for the people that, that whole fan side of I Hate Drive that I showed you, remember? That was like a couple people. Yeah, well, a couple people are enough people. No, it's not. Um, The guy that directed Drive, uh, I believe his name's uh, James Winding Refn. I think that's his name. Uh... 
I liked Drive so much that I looked up other movies he did, and one of them was Bronson. Mm-hmm. And have you seen that one yet, Richard? Bronson no. with Tom Hardy. No. So good. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's it's different. It's more. It's actually about a real person. Uh, it embellishes at times, but <laughs> that's so funny. It's actually about a real person. So the other one's about uh, a not a real person. Well, no, I mean this is about a guy that like uh, his name's a uh, his name was changed to Charles Bronson. I forget his real name, but oh, fuck. And he uh, he's Don't Britain's most notorious inmate. Yeah, it's fun. It's, fuck, it's fucking brilliant, dude. It's here's on the here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let's let's face it. No matter what you say, you can't change my mind about Drive. It's it's horrible. It always will be. Well, we'll at least give the director a chance and give Bronson a try. It's on uh, it's on Netflix, and it's the closest movie I can equate it to. You ever seen A Clockwork Orange? Uh, yeah. As much as I could watch, yes. Yeah, it's kind of like it's not quite that brutal and, and and crazy, but it has very much of the same like tone to it. And let me tell you and, how much of the Clockwork Orange I can stand. Are you ready? Because it's very yeah. easy. So it starts off, and I remember this guy sitting on a little thing on the, uh, like a little park bench, and these guys come over and they start torturing him basically. Then they go back in and they're sitting there listening to some sort of music or some shit sitting in a bar or something. I don't know. And I'm like, this yeah. is stupid. Click. That's as far as I got. So first five minutes. Are you, are you kidding me? Nope. I hated that fucking show. Stupid. Stanley Clockwork Orange is. Stanley Kubrick is brilliant. He's one of the he's like one of the top show. five. He's like one of the top five filmmakers like ever. Really? Name another good show. A good show. Name another good one. Two thousand one: Space Odyssey. Full Metal Jacket. I hated that one too. Full Metal Jacket. I'll hand you. I like that one. Some. You don't like two thousand one: Space nope. Odyssey? Nope. Could not stand it. It was so fucking slow and so boring. Uh, I can it's tell you, even, it was horrible. I'm telling you, I saw it. It's not even really supposed to have any dialogue in it. It only has the bare minimum of dialogue. It's supposed to be a visual film masterpiece. It was a visual piece of shit. (laughs) Oh, oh my God. I'm sorry. I don't like that. Now, I will tell you his full metal jacket. First half was good. Second half sucked. The entire movie was good. Nope. First half was good. Second half sucked. You know what? I bet you could suck golf balls through a garden hose. (laughs) You never know. I mean... I... I don't know. I don't know how to talk anymore. It's someone just said they, someone just said they didn't like anything done by Stanley Kubrick. I don't think I've ever met a person that said that. Yes, you have. Well, Richard has no taste in movies, so there you go. I do have good taste in movies. No, I just you, don't like that. Don't. No, you don't. You want to watch Big Mama? Big Mama's House Three. <sighs> don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I never watched the first one. Never gonna watch anymore. He's lying. I watch I watch really good shows, okay? Thank you very much. I don't think you do, bro. Mm-hmm. I do. And I have no problem with, you know, nostalgic things and I have no problem with, you know, movies that are uh that are old and that just don't make a lot of sense. Like I mean you go back in like one flew over the cuckoo's nest, I like that one. Alright, I'll give you that one. That's a great movie. Uh Brian, have you actually fully watched that movie? Nope. You need to. It's pretty it's- fucking good. I get wrapped up in more important things like fucking uh, games, and podcasting, and podcasting, and Twitter. But, uh, all right, so uh, so Richard, have you ever seen a movie called uh, came out like the late uh, like the late nineties, Dark City? Uh, yes, I did, and at that time I thought it was decent, but it was kind of weird. And I want to see it again, but I haven't seen it again in a long time. But yes, I enjoyed it. I think the first time I watched it. Yeah, that, that's a long time though. 
Yeah, that's that's one of those movies that got like no notoriety when it came out. That's a cult then, classic though. It's like Blade Runner. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's like you know, Blade Runner is so commonly known for its underground, you know, following that it has. Like that, and I didn't like it. I like Blade Runner. It, it's very bleak. It's yeah. not one of those things where it's like at the end, oh, oh the, the hero won the day and everything's going to turn out fine. It's kind of like, yeah. yeah, we're we're alive now and everything's kind of, you know, everything's kind of stable, but. It's not really a, it's not really a victory. It's kind of, it's kind of like one of those movies where, you know, it's not like an apocalyptic ending or anything, but it's kind of like everyone lost. Like no one really won anything. Yeah, it was, it was okay. I, I'm one of the people that, oh, Blade Runner's on. I'm like, cool. I watch it for a second. I'm like, nope, seen it. Done. I mean, it's not one of those I can just go crazy over, but, uh, you know, it's, it's still okay. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but, uh, yeah, Dark City. I need to watch that again because I remember watching like, what the fuck is going on here? Kind of weird shit with like people with no hair and shit or something like that. White people or like really white people. Strangers. Fucking white okay, people. Okay, <laughs> fucking white people. Damn it. Damn. Just fucking white people. I bet you don't even remember. I bet you don't even remember, like, the crazy shit they were doing, so... I, I, I don't remember anything. It seemed to me like, and I know it sounds weird, but it seemed to me like they were fucking making the walls and shit move, and the floors, and... I, it, I, it's been a long time, bro, so I, got, I gotta watch that again to even tell you that I've seen it, because it was back when it originally came out, and I watched it with my dad or something like that, and we're like, what the fuck's going on? But yes, that had a big cult following. Yeah. So. yeah. It, it, was, it was one of those movies that no one really took seriously, except for a few big critics at the time. And then The Matrix came out, people go look action, and then people like rediscovered Dark City and was like, this came out before The Matrix, it has like the same ideas behind it, but it's better because it actually explores ideas instead of just like, oh, well, we kind of ran out of things to talk about, let's shoot each other. Oh, and another thing, you go back into some of those shows that are kind of cult classics that are, that are slow moving like that, I fucking love this show, Donnie Darko, love that shit. That's really good. So, so I mean, you can't say I have no class. Like, it's just that some things just don't. I just don't like. I mean, let's just face it. Some things just don't hit me. It's just like saying, you know, like my my uh, friend who created his own movie, right? It's okay. Yeah. Like that. If anybody else saw it like that, they'd probably say, yeah, it's 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 an okay show like that. He definitely did a pretty fucking good job for just not having anything except for himself. I mean, if you look at the budget spent on it and what he had in camera wise and stuff, he did an excellent fucking job. Story wise, it's been done before. Uh, I've heard this story many times because let's be honest, I know where it comes from, the origins of all the stories like that. But that being said, he liked all this weird, weird shit. I mean, he would go up to and he he talked a lot like you were. Oh, I enjoy it for the cinematography. I enjoy it for that. I'm like, well, that's cool. It's got to have a good story before I care about it, you know. Uh, but then again, I'm that way with music. And, and you can ask Brian. I'm fucked up when it comes to music because I'm I'm that I'm that sided with music. So I'll listen to a song and he says, "Fuck, I hate dubstep." I'm like, "Yeah, but you gotta listen to this part." Fuck that shit. That's what Brian would say to me. I'm like, "Well, you gotta listen to this part." Um, and, and to me, it's like you know, I can listen to a song that most people find completely stupid and and just totally be in love with it because I hear the rhythm, I hear the drops, I hear the the time change, I hear all that stuff like that that a lot of people don't hear when they're listening to just trying to listen to good music. So it. For me, I can list these bands that you probably never even fucking heard of, like that, and just go crazy over it. Whereas, you know, Brian's seems to me like he's country crap all the time. Only me. No. Oh, I'm sorry, I had to throw that in there, man. I just is getting rude. No, but Brian looks more mainstream to me. Is like for anything. I mean, he does like some new things. He taught me about Lucero, which I'm grateful because I actually like Lucero, like that. But uh, there's some things, you know, it's like. Okay, well, it's just this main guy that you, how can you never heard this fucking guy? It's like, well, because I don't listen to mainstream. I listen to shit that's out there that appeals to me, and that's underground shit most of the time. So, so maybe it's the same way with like, you guys like Drive in that sense. You can't say you like Drive because it's a blockbuster hit. No, it's just a really fucking good movie. 
Okay, so you like it in that sense, all right? You have that thing. Just like when I come up to you and I tell you, holy crap, dude, you need to listen to this new thing by Emery, and you're like, who? Like, this fucking album rocks ass, and you're like, what? Like, you know, that kind of thing. Well, well we're, talking we're talking about music now, and, and we're, well, we're talking about taste, music, but speaking, speaking of, of music, music bringing it up, have you ever heard of a band called uh, Zircon? No. Uh, thanks to the magic that is Pandora, I've... Uh, I plug in like a, a a band or an artist or a group, and well, that's how I find most mine too. So I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So what kind well, of like? Is it? Well, it's it's kind of like electronic, but it has like orchestral like arrangement or sometimes even orchestral instruments. And um, I was actually originally listening to Kavinsky, which uh, speaking, you know, this comes full circle in Drive. He did the opening song Night Calls, and I was like, I wonder who does that song. It's kind of weird and cool. And I looked it up, and Kavinsky's actually pretty cool. Like he, he's this. Uh, yeah, Brian's not gonna like this. He's a a a, a French house um, mixer, kind of like. Uh, well, it's well, it's, it's, it's kind of like Daft Punk actually. Like he's they're actually put in the same uh, same category. And see the Daft Punk stuff like that, like off Patron. Yeah. yeah. Fucking, I love that shit. Like that, and it's like, and Brian's like, oh, that's fucking electronic music. It's fucking shitty. If for the rest of my life I heard "End of Line" when I was walking anywhere. I mean, I would probably die happy, man. I mean, it's. I mean that that is the song that would be playing if someone was just completely invincible but walking slowly in a menacing manner. It's just. Yeah. Um. Daft Punk's got some cool shit, man. They got some really shitty shit too. No. Well, usually it's the early stuff they're trying to find their sound, but like with the Tron soundtrack, I mean, the movie was the movie was okay, but the soundtrack don't want it, dude. That's what want it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like it's, a, and what's funny, it's a Disney soundtrack. So from now on, I have to say, you know, the orchestral stuff Disney's done, it's okay. You know, it's classic. It's this or that, the other. Tron wins. Tron Legacy just wins. It's it's awesome. It's something that people actually listen to by itself. Um, I actually haven't bought the album, but I'll I really another, fucking want to. Tell you another soundtrack that you would probably enjoy. Uh, if you like orchestral music, see, I, I like a lot of orchestral music too. But uh, dude, the Inception soundtrack, yeah. fucking yeah. amazing. I mean that. And, and what's weird about it is that at the very first of Inception, I don't know, or the, the theme song where it's like goes. Drush, drush. It's actually the song slowed down. It's slowed down. Uh, yeah, it, it's really fucking weird. Like that, you know, that, that, the song that they sing right when he's going to sleep, the oh, or whatever it is, like that they sing when they're they're going under. It's that song slowed down. That's fucking yeah. badass, bro. And I was like, yeah, I like, didn't uh, believe it until I tried actually editing it to see if I could do it. And sure enough, it is, man. It's awesome. Well, it, it's it's Inception. It. Everything about Inception was awesome. Well, that's true. Yeah. And, and, and I will agree with you on that. I own that on Blu-ray. So. Yeah, my dad the other day, uh, like like a week ago, told me he didn't care for it, and I looked at him, and I kind of just did, did he did he tell you the did he tell you the normal thing like what my mom's like? I didn't get it. Like that, well, or, no, it, or how many times did I go watch? When I went to go watch this movie, I'd heard this from everybody before I got to watch it. God, there's so many things you won't catch it all in one time. You have to watch it like three or four times. Bullshit! I caught it all the first time. I'm like I just I tell everybody they must be weak minded because maybe okay, is he awake or asleep? He, dude, it, my my thing is is it, the whole time like that is he awake or asleep? You well that's the thing you don't know because they didn't let you see this top stop. It looked like it was going to stop. The like thing is the the top isn't his totem. Oh, you it's think his so? wife's. It's his wedding ring. And he is and he is where and he because in uh when he's awake, he's not wearing his wedding ring, and when he's asleep, he is. 
So he's a, when he's awake, you get to see whether or not he's wearing his wedding, wing, uh, wedding ring when he hands like the ticket to the uh, like the immigration person or whatever. Stop. What? Sorry, not you. Dog biting my fucking hand. Talking to his fucking little yeah. piece of shit dog again. So uh, according to his theory, which it's the most sound, like some people have it crazy theories, like it's all a dream and like each one of the characters is a different aspect, like dream within a dream type crap. It's like this is the only theory I've heard that makes sense because they never said what his totem was and it would make sense as what it's his wedding ring because the top is not his totem, it's his wife's and his wife is inside his head so it will not tell him whether or not he's asleep or awake. Yeah. So... Well, as I mean, far as, as my, my thing is I never went to, into in, any much depth of, like, trying to figure out if he's awake, if he's asleep. But, I mean, you think about it, bro. I mean, it, it's one of those things to where um, it could be kind of scary. I mean, because how many times do you dream it? And, like, I have dreams to where I can't tell they're not real. Like that, and, and and I'm one of those that that I have vivid dreams, like that, like you know, with uh, and I dream every day, like that. I'm not like my wife, where she may dream once in every ten years. I mean, literally, I know she's dreaming, but she can't remember them, right? I can yeah. literally think that I've done something, and I told you, I've already said that I've already done this, we've already done that, like that. And uh, Christina's like, no, I said, well, I must have dreamt it, and that's where it came from, probably, like that. But I'm also the one who can also, and you'll laugh at this, but. My mom's always had this problem, and her mom's always had this problem, but we have a lot of deja vu like that, and I get deja vu. Hashtag deja vu. There you go, Brian. Hashtag, hashtag deja vu. I'm not doing it. Fuck you. Because my did it, and I didn't. Hashtag Brian's a bitch. Hashtag fuck Richard. Fuck both of y'all motherfuckers. Hashtag, hashtag Brian is a little bitty bitch. No, no fuck, fuck that. that. Hashtag cash pipe. I like it, but it's not going up. Lazy bitch. See, this is, and he calls me lazy. Are we, are we he's on you? vacation. He doesn't have to do it, see? Dude, we've been ready since 9 fucking 45. You so? did not get on till 10.30. Oh, we're ready since 9 fucking... You know, every other time you told me to get ready by 10 o'clock so we could do this, the last time you guys got ready was at 10.45. I had to start playing a fucking game to wait for you, so fuck you. First of all, fuck you and fuck you, and then, hey, guess what? Fuck you. Okay, what was I talking about? Nothing of significance. Oh, I know what it was. Uh, I can get deja vu when I have it. My deja vu is not like other people. Like, did this happen? Oh, okay, that's it. No, I can literally. If I tell you I'm having a deja vu moment, you can, and Brian, you can be witness to this next time if I if I have it up at work, like it, which I haven't had in a while. But if I have a deja vu moment, I'll be able to tell you what happens for like ten seconds straight in a row. I'm about to get a phone call. <laughs> phone will ring. Seriously, it's fucking weird, and it freaks Christina out. But isn't that everybody? No. Not, most people, when they have a deja vu moment, they remember something that did happen, but they can't see the rest coming. It's just, I remember this happening. That's I'm telling you, when it happens to me, I can start telling you what's going to happen in the future. Like I've seen it. <clears throat> it actually comes true. Like that, but it only lasts about 10 seconds, so you have that little window, but I can see that shit. Most deja vu is, oh, I've seen it before. And you know how the, the Matrix made it look, it was stupid as shit. Like you saw a rewind, that's fucking stupid. Most people, when they have deja vu, it's like, oh, I remember this happening before. Didn't we talk about this before? No. Oh, okay. And that's it. Like that, because they remember that one thing. And it may be that they did bring it up before, or they talked about it somewhere else, or something like that, but I can almost tell you what's gonna happen. So it's kinda freaky. It's kinda like a, future readings like that but i can only cognizance exactly but i can only do it when it happens but it's fucking weird to the point where i'm i've had times the longest one i've ever had was like almost a minute long like that to where everybody's like what's going on i'm having this this thing i know what's going to happen it's just freaking me out and they're like well what do you mean i says i knew you were going to ask that and my answer was this and here it comes like that and then this is going to happen all of a sudden it started happening christine's like what the fuck like that because it's like i'm literally telling the future and she's freaking out like it only lasts for a little while and then it goes away and she's like that's just fucking weird i'm like yeah i know what do you do though so, so is that dreaming or am I dreaming now? 
one of the weird things about uh, uh, when you think you're being precognizant, and sometimes, you know, people can be. It's one of the hardest things to prove in the world. It's like trying to prove ghosts. Even if you can prove there's something there, you can't prove it's a ghost. But there's this, uh, I think it's called selective memory, or it's something where your brain fucks up on the timestamp sometimes, and you think these, uh, you think, like, after something happens, you're like, I expected that, but your brain retroactively goes, oh, you knew that was going to happen. I don't know why it does this. It was something we talked about in psychology when I was in high school. And, um, yeah, sometimes you'll actually think that uh, it, it could actually be happening. I'm not going to say it isn't because I, I'm, I'm not a super skeptic. But sometimes there are people that their brain reverses the order of them thinking it's going to happen and actually happening. So instead of them being like, you know, oh, that happened, I kind of expected it, it becomes, oh, I know this is going to happen, and it happens. Like their brain fucks up on remembering which order it happened in. That's cool. Yeah, it's it, it's very weird. Like the human mind plays more tricks on itself than any external source. It's it's you know it, it's it's kind of a, a fucked up organ that barely works properly. Yeah. All right. So what else happened? Because it's getting close to that time frame, bro. Well, well, I recently played Duke Nukem Forever because it was like fucking five bucks. Are you no. fucking kidding me? Brian didn't get it, but you got it. It was like four bucks at GameStop. I mean, and, it and it's a game I. It wasn't even worth the five bucks, was it? Okay. I will say that <laughs> it, it. That's a no. It doesn't live up to my. It doesn't live up to my expectations of what I expected before I heard the reviews. But a lot of people were like, "It's not what we expected. It's not what people wanted." But it's not like the most terrible game to ever hit store shelves, and I'll agree with that. It wasn't. It wasn't like this horrible terrible game and another thing is by people like trashing on it extra hard we've kind of fucked ourselves as a community by doing that because this was a game that the fact it saw the light of day was a fucking miracle like this is a game that spent like a deck over a decade in you know development hell from like what three or four different companies the fact it was made was just a gift from god and people are like oh my god it sucks so now we're telling the game companies oh well, you know that thing that might be a little bit of a risk, yeah, don't fucking do it. We won't call of duty again. We won't call of duty remastered HD edition. Yeah. Yeah. But basically it's it, I would say I would say at the price now, it's I would say if it was like a, a, a DLC, like a downloadable game, it would be worth like ten bucks. It's it's fun. It doesn't have the same feeling as the old Duke Nukem game. I got a few chuckles out of it. It was enjoyable. And it has probably the most disturbing level I've ever seen out of any game. Like, it, it, has a, it has a level in it that's basically a level out of a fucked up horror game, but this isn't a fucked up horror game. So, it's it's a weird mixed bag of a game. It it lacks direction at times, but it's I'd say it's enjoyable and worth, like, you know, five bucks. I'm not going to, like, give it, you know, t- you know, nine out of ten stars. It's, like, maybe a... F- five and a half a six at best because i played duke nukem 3d and that game was fucking awesome and the fact you can't download it on the psn is a fucking travesty but i mean i mean at the price now there's really no reason not to play it and just see it for yourself i mean it's five bucks no i mean no it's not no it's not it went up yeah the day when i went to go get it the sale ended the day before so oh now now it's back up to 10 and it's not fucking worth it anymore fuck it 
You know what's funny though? That happened to me too though when I went to go get that Assassin's uh, Creed Revelations when they had that sale, you remember? Yeah. It went down to like, like, I can't remember, 19 bucks or something, then it went back up to 59. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh god. Yeah, I mean just within one day. Well, they did that a lot with Assassin's Creed. When they announced the third one coming, right? They did that like two or three times where they said, oh, get this seal only this weekend, only this weekend. Like, and it was, the company did it, I guess, because everybody was doing it. Uh, uh, Target did it, Best Buy did it, everybody. So I go get this one day, and I said, alright, finally I'm gonna go get it. And I go get it, fucking thing is like, oh, it went back to 59, well fuck you. Because the guy's like, oh, it's still a good game. I says, it ain't worth that. On that, I, I don't care about Assassin's Creed that much, you know, so. Yeah, no shit. I don't, I don't care. care about Assassin's Creed. Yeah, well, there that's, that's the thing, so. Because yeah, I, I played the first one, I mastered it in like an hour of like being able to just butcher people, and I found out the combat was really boring because you just do the same thing. Like block, block, counterattack, murder, block, block, counterattack, murder, and it was just like, wow, this is the game? That's the game, bro. I'm shelving this and selling it later on. <laughs> mm. I mean, it had some good ideas behind it, but I thought it was going to be this like old world you know, game. But no, it's like a guy fucking dreaming, and like all the other, it's like a guy dreaming, and it's like, really? How about I just have a game, you know, set in this time period, and just play that fucking game? Why does it have to be like, I have these talking parts about ancestry and genetics and genetic memory, and it's like, it's not interesting, it's like, it's, it's like they're trying to make it this pseudo sci-fi thing, when really, it's just a game set in that time period, and all this other shit might as well just be a dream. Yeah, well, fuck it. Alright, let's wrap this shit up. So, like, like, like my cock. Is it wrapped in bacon? No, it's, it's wrapped in a thimble. Ooh. That's the way he rolls. Boop, boop. So anyway, I am Brian. You've been listening to me, Matthew, and Richard. You can follow us on Twitter at TSP underscore Brian, TSP underscore Matthew, TSP underscore Richard. You can email us with any questions, and we do need questions. We won't answer them. We want to get you guys involved, but you have to email us. It's trippin underscore squirrel underscore productions at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Wait, 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 wait. Don't forget the new YouTube account. We've got some videos going up. Oh, good job. Go ahead. Uh, we got a new YouTube account. Uh, actually, two of them. We got we took down our original, just standard one, and put up two. One of them is uh, TSP Lang, if you will. So TS playing. Uh, think of it as tripping squirrel playing, and you've got it. Uh, and then the other one is TS. What is Premier. Premier. And that's going to be some original movies. Uh, we don't have any up yet because, of course, we've got to actually go out and shoot them, and uh, that costs money. So we need a sponsorship, guys. Yeah, we do. You want to sponsor so that Brian can shoot these good videos that he claims he can do. Uh, I'd like to see them. Newcastle is very delicious. Mmm. Mm. Tastes that dark, rich goodness. Hint, hint. Anyways, just check them out because uh, we've got, like, I think, what, six videos up now uh, on the UTS playing. Uh, some of them are past gaming. Some of them are new games. Uh, you're probably not going to see any new games from me in a while because uh, the video card that I was using from my friend, because mine went bad, went bad, too. So... Obviously, I'm going to be playing some really shitty-looking video games, or I can do some of the past gaming in that. That would work out well. But anyway, just letting you know it's up there. Uh, check it out. Give us a thumbs up or a like or whatever the fuck it is on YouTube like that, and uh, see if we can get us around and maybe people start watching some more. Hopefully. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye. 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 bye.